Welcome to Provoking Dialogue, and I am your co-host, Remy, a.k.a. a.k.a. Guy. A.k.a. Guy. <laughs> Let's just go with a.k.a. Remy. I'm, I'll just stop right. it right now. And I'm here with my co-host. Um, Shaquan, a.k.a. Naturally Shaq. Oh, man, I thought you were going to throw in an extra one. Nope, I, nope. nope, I'm never doing it. Never right. doing it. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. <laughs> you almost did on one of these. That's a mess. From our last episode, we touched on value in so many different ways. Just how we look at value and then specific little values or what is it that we would call that? Morals, not morals, ethics, mm. like little rules or guys or whatever. I and guess the, in some ways morals and like, okay. yeah. That, that, that more so affect us personally or or at least things that we hold near and dear to our heart and how we move in life but with that also got us thinking well you know what we can also break down other individual like little gems or extra hints or value um necessities to the public as well because when you say value like it's, it's so many different things that you could think of that's either materialistic or spiritually mentally etc yeah. etc these are still things that you know are tied to you as the individual but if we break it down how we break it down well hopefully as our motto you can have you know a refreshingly new point of view from it yes because you probably never or, heard it this way before i can tell you that that's true or just long story short basically we didn't want to overload you guys in the last episode so now we're going to break down some of the values that we touched on or might not have touched on and kind of break them down a little bit more yeah de- definitely see Hey, that's, that's a great way of saying shut up, get to the point, Remy. You're right, bro. You're right. Um, for myself, one of the biggest ones for sure, like you can even you can even hear hints of this in previous episodes and you're going to continue to hear like little things that come from this specific um, perspective of, of, of mm. minds in regards to awareness. I don't care what episode is going to be and it it's probably even the same, like, now that I'm thinking about it now, it's probably even the same way in real life, like, with me just having conversations with people. I feel like at some point I'm always mentioning something to where it's like, you can, you know, feed into who you are as an individual and still grow yeah. on top of that while not letting, you know, the other things around you consume you. So it's like, I'm always doing that. Yeah. So I would I'd definitely, that, yeah. yeah I would definitely place this at the top of my list from everything that we said on the last episode this one i think is like the i think it's it might be closer to number one or number two from the list from the last one but if they all still tie together so it's like it still Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense for me period so with awareness on my end how how i look at it i mean at this point i don't think i will have to hint to the fact of uh i have sickle cell and (laughs) i gotta live my life but all i know is sickle cell so being in pain all the time, yeah, I've touched on this multiple times, but hey, it's my life, whatever. Yeah. Living through that on a multiple occasions, pain in, getting better, pain in, getting better, pain in, and not getting better, <laughs> then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, I, I, this, this is different. What do I do now? I already couldn't do anything to begin with. And yeah. then things get worse. And it's like, oh, wow. At that point, those are those moments that help me the most because it's like, all right, there's only one or two ways I can see this going. It's either I get consumed by it 
and you know get stressed out like let it affect you yeah like yeah definitely definitely let it get to me mentally spiritually i mean i'm already affected physically because of sickle cell and that's how it works but even going through that it's like you're sending i'm sending my body into unnecessary fields when it's already damaged so to speak Mm. the other side of that is all right i'm not gonna let it consume me and with that what can i do in regards to shifting my thought on the other end of that because if i'm already aware of everything that i just said right now of like all right well my body is already in pain damaged it'd be ridiculous of me to just go out there and live life when i'm already having a hard time it's like bro you're not going to do well with it. You might want to just yeah, chill. Yeah. We're forcing yeah. you to chill. Like That's <laughs> how I see things in my head when it comes like to little hurdles in life. or And even just sickle cell. It's like, yo, bro, listen here. Sit down, bro. Just <laughs> just sit down <laughs> and think. I like, like, need to balance right, cool. sometimes. So, yeah, like that, that comes from awareness, self-awareness. Because okay. normally you can think of, at least this is, this is how I see it. When it comes down to everyone else who is normal, quote-unquote normal, that don't necessarily have as many hurdles as I may have in my life, yeah, I still see those hurdles as like those learning lessons. Those are the moments where it's like, all right, you got to get over this hurdle to engage with the next hurdle. Without this hurdle, you can't get to the next hurdle. So it's like always like a level-up situation. So with me having crises all the time, being in pain, in and out of the hospital, and this is a continual thing in my entire life, I'm always engaging with those hurdles. So it's like I'm always leveling up in some aspect of my life. So it's way more than what a normal person would. Like, say, in in regards to how we touched on the last episode, if we were talking about death and whatnot... In my case, is with the many moments of experiencing, engaging with death-like atmosphere, period. A regular yeah. person, I would say, you know, all right, a family member die, you go to a funeral, a close friend, you go to a funeral. Like, you know, like those moments don't happen too often, but they do happen. It depends on who you are as the you know, individual. But in my case, like I said, with me going in and out all the time, Especially at one point where it was like I was going into the hospital like every month. Yeah. Twice yeah. a month, actually, for mm-hmm. a whole year. And I'm in there for about a week, a week and a half. So it's like, what? If I'm if I'm gonna equate that to funerals, bro, I had way too many <laughs> funeral experiences <laughs> technically in the hospital compared to, you know, the regular person that's just living life. Right. So like I said, looking at those things, it's like, all right, these are all those moments where I'm actually thinking and trying to flip things on the other side because I already know what the bad side could be. And and knowing that I'm aware of my situation, like it wouldn't make sense for me to do that. Yeah. I would say the more able-bodied, specific to your situation, but you're dealing with sickle cell. There's certain situations that we don't have to, even though we have hurdles that we go through in life, these are not hurdles off the time that we see or happen on a regular basis over and over mm-hmm. and over. The same type of ones over and over and over again. Yeah. While with you, going to sickle cell crisis, you're in the hospital. So even though they always say, learn from your mistakes or learn from these lessons, mm-hmm. this is a situation where if someone is kind of out of your control. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. for you, it's like, so you have to have that sense of awareness because you know it's going to happen eventually at some point. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's two ways of awareness. One is like, how do you deal with this? Now knowing that this is going to be an ongoing hurdle that's out of your control, 
you have to get yourself yeah. together mentally, emotionally, spiritually, yep. because it's, it's going to happen. And so you can just let yourself, like say, let it affect you. But like, since you know that it's happening, how do you, instead of having that awareness, pretty much you have to take control of other elements outside of your physical yeah, yeah, because yes. those are other elements that come to the part with your situation. And then also too, having a sense of awareness, like you were saying, you know, oftentimes too, how these crises can happen. So you try to make sure to not pitch yourself in a situation right. for a crisis to happen. So it's like on right. both sides of trying to like control the element that you're in. And then also yep. to like controlling your, like I said, things outside of your physical so you can keep yourself going knowing you're going to have to go through this hurdle regardless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great job. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> it's always good to know that somebody could say it way better than you. <laughs> but no, but no you, that, yeah. that, that, is, that is 100% true. You got it. 100%. That, that is completely everything that I normally think about on a regular basis, even when I'm not in the hospital. And like yeah. you said, with that being something that I always got to engage with, like all of those other elements fall into play even when I'm not in the hospital because yeah. it's something that yeah. I don't have any control over. And with that, like I would say now, probably within the last two, two and a half years, me personally, I feel mm. that I have a better control or at least a better understanding of, all right, my body and how I should maneuver and do things or whatnot. So just in regards to staying out of the hospital and trying to control sickle cell on so many levels, I feel like yeah. now, oh yeah, I think this would be the best out of any moment in my life. But even mm. with that, I'm I'm also aware of the fact that, all right, well, at some point I'm going to go into a crisis. Yeah. And, yeah. and now I'm noticing that a lot more with, with like the last two or three moments. Like I feel that I, I did the best that I could in regards to staying hydrated, taking medicine or whatnot. And it's something how I still continue to learn new things in regards to sickle cell, period. Like, yeah. always learning something new that I, I think I should have already had learned at some point. But mm -hmm. me me having that awareness of, as well to where it's like I've lived with it my whole life and I'm still learning something new. So yeah. over all of those moments and using the same examples that were just discussed in regards to the hurdles, after a while... They're, they're not even looked at as hurdles. They're looked mm -hmm. at as, all right, cool, I'm about to face another hurdle. Like, all right, let's go. Let's see what this one comes with. Because now I'm understanding hurdles aren't just hurdles anymore, at least in, in my view of it. Because now they turn into blessings just because of the perspective and how frequent I'm always engaging with them. Like, oh, I see a pattern here. Even though it's a completely different hurdle, it still ends up being a blessing or I'm learning something new and it, it could be just that little individual thought of all right cool I didn't have this thought a year yeah. ago, two years ago so it's like I'm always gaining from it so even now I feel like I'm in the best at the best time of me taking care uh taking care of myself and sickle cell to stay out of the hospital but hey I'm, I'm realizing that yeah I can do my best but I'm still probably gonna get sick <laughs> so yeah <laughs> It's the it, inevitable, basically. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't hold me down as much anymore mentally now. It's more so like, all right, cool. I know what I'm about to face. All right, let's see what else I learn from this now. Mm. I said then, at what point of your life when you start to realize you'll need to have that self-awareness to get you out of your situation? Like, when 
was that moment where you begin to realize, you know what, I need to be more aware, rather keeping yourself in a good emotional, spiritual state, or like oh, just realizing God. like, you know, I need to do certain things different now so I don't put myself in the hospital. Like when did you start the to realize start? those type of things? Yeah. Ooh, boy, that that is that is a great question. I have a great answer. <laughs> that oh man. Okay. So the, the the story, if y'all listened to the last episode, if you didn't, you might want to. In the last episode, I had touched on that story uh, when I was in the hospital in Mm. regards to the individual that I was, you know, talking with or whatnot, but I didn't want to talk with. Right. But when I did, he passed away, came back, like, thank you, passed away, like that whole story. I don't know if I gave those details, but there are some details in that story from the last episode. But to answer your question, that, that story... That is the first right there, cause I mm. was overwhelmed with that. And At I what was, age was you then? Oh Jesus Christ! Um, man, that was probably four or five years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, that was, that was about four or five years ago. Yeah. Let's see. I'm 62 now, so that's about <laughs> 61, 59. <laughs> uh, I was 50. Uh, 56, 57. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 50, 56, I mean, you're going to give yourself the age. That's, you know, yeah. that's on you. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that, that story is yeah it, is the beginning of all of that. And I, I don't want to share it yet because I want to save it for Sickle Cell Month. That, mm. That's the story that I want, want to share. But that story is what started all of that. Because okay. from that story... It was so overwhelming to where it's like it just felt like like I, I instantly knew I had instantly okay let, let me try it this way I'm always aware of what I can and can't control mm-hmm. so I try not to worry myself with the things that I can't control of course right so that falls back onto my I don't care etc cetera, etc cetera, that we also discussed in previous episodes. Y'all right. should go back and listen to those too. But okay. <laughs> um with that, so in that in that said story and me being sick, like I'm already down and out physically. Mm. So I can't do nothing but with everything that was going on in that story, just being overwhelmed with the fact of none of this is in my control. <laughs> but yeah, right. I'm yeah. experiencing yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Like emotionally it was just overbearing, like spiritually, mentally. Like after a while but within that within that story there there's there's a moment where i just like i'm in the bed i can't do anything anyways i can't walk so i'm already in the hospital in pain but i just sat there and i'm like bro what is going on right now like i just sat up and was just what the hell is going on right yeah. now like, this is crazy uh. like so to to be in that mindset the whole time and get hit with so many different overwhelming things that I have zero control over. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that was the start of that. And I'm like, yo, through all of that, after having the discussion that I had with dad, which I also share in the story. Um, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I, I gotta, I gotta listen to those signs that I've always had. So it's like those, it's always been those little moments where it's like that little voice in your head, but on my right. end, I have the same thing. I'm, I'm human. We all got that little voice in our head, but also get that, you know, that eerie feeling where you're like, uh-uh, something don't seem right here. Right, right. I've always had that and just never, th- never thought anything of it, but within this story, it's like, all right, 
Okay. Oh, so so that that was that. Okay, I thought mm-hmm. that because I felt that. Right. And so getting all of these confirmations all within one night in less than like three <laughs> four hours, it's like, right, bro, right. I gotta listen mm-hmm. to the signals. At this point, it's yeah. just like, bro, you gotta listen to yourself. Your your body is telling you what you need to know. Life is giving you hints in the way that you should navigate. Listen to yourself, bro. So mm. from that, that is when that happened for real, right there. Oh well. Wow. So basically, yeah, it's the one big pivotal moment like that was so much happening at all at once where it it, like, it forced you to like you have to have some type of awareness of yourself right. to get yourself out of that yeah situation basically because yes. that that is an overwhelming type of experience. <laughs> like I like, say, it challenges you even just trying to engage with you right now and yeah. reshare that story like. I'm over here kind of sweating a little bit. I'm trying to keep my emotions <laughs> intact because right, that, right, that's right. like emotional and mm-hmm. so real at the same time to where it's like, yeah, man, yeah. Bro, when y'all when you hear this story, hey man, I'm just letting it all flow. So uh, look yeah. forward to that. Look forward to that. So that's what sick or so much is when? So. Uh, September. Oh, I'm glad September. you asked that. I wouldn't have said it no way. <laughs> yeah. Great job, bro. Great job. <laughs> you know, you know, try to do my best, you know. So look out in September. We're gonna have a sickle cell awareness episode, and Definitely. yeah, I can't wait to yeah. I want to ask more questions about that too, but I'm gonna leave that for then, yeah, uh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's say that. But yeah, to, to to answer your question, yeah, that that was the start of that, and something that you just said right now, like I was forced to like engage and deal with that. Yeah, and yeah. that just that alone, me being forced to deal with it, that mm-hmm. is me and sickle cell period my entire life so yeah. even with you know family you being younger brother and whatnot all all the moments that all the memories that you think of me going to the hospital even mm-hmm. in those moments of when i when i was younger and i didn't have the understanding that i have now of, of myself mind yeah. body and soul i was still having those um experiences or moments where I am forced to deal with it. And okay, I, I know yeah. when when I say that to the public, I'm not talking about just like, oh, he see ghosts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm like, there's there, there's a lot that come with all of this. Hopefully yeah, by yeah. September, y'all will get like what, what it is that we're, we're actually discussing. Like there's elements in life to where it's just like, all right, you got to engage with something, mind, body, and soul. So mm-hmm. even when I was younger going through this, it's like there were still things that I, I was forced to deal with because me being in the hospital, I can't go nowhere. I'm in pain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so now you got me asking one. I, I want to ask a lot more questions, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to save them for September. Because now I want you to think about how was that dealing with that type of stuff as a child, like being young and dealing with that type of stuff versus now. Oh, like I want those questions? Just, just not in regards to that story. No, no, I I, say yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I guess I can tell. Yeah, I want to touch on it a little bit now, but I, no, I do I want to save it. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, you gonna go get into... a lot more when you hear this cool story. Yeah, I tell you yeah, that. Yeah. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for now because I do want to. Yeah, but I want to ask a lot more questions. So I'm gonna save it. Kind of <laughs> gonna right. if I ask it now, it's gonna make me want to ask more questions and more questions. So I'm gonna save it for now. Save it for All now. Right. All right. I uh, hope you remember. <laughs> I mean, we got the podcast here, so I'm sure I can listen back. <laughs> true, <laughs> I don't. true. True. Yeah, okay. yeah. Now, okay, now, okay, yes. All right, let, let, let me bring it full circle here now. So with that, understanding of awareness, yeah. me turning things 
into a different perspective or how I see like life or death, pain, pleasure and whatnot, that's where all of that kind of starts for me. So mm. with me understanding that, and like I said, with hurdles, I don't really look at hurdles like that anymore. You you could hear the cliche statements of, you know, L's instead of taking the L's not really a loss, it's a lesson. Yeah. yeah those are real statements, but on on my end hearing these statements mm-hmm. and then actually in understanding and engaging with sickle cell the way it has or sickle cell engaging with me the way it has and it affected my life, those statements are like literal now, like for me in my head now. So before it was like, All right, yeah, I hear you, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get you. You're trying to motivate me. I got it, bro. I'll never forget it. Thanks. But now right, right. going through sickle cell, it's like, all right, bro. That that was real. Now you really get an understanding of what those statements mean. So my hurdles. That's how I always look at things. That's why even now it's a lot easier for me to be like, I don't care. While yeah. while even though you've already known me to be like, I, I don't care attitude type person. But yeah. now I have a lot more. I don't care in regards to like the bad things to where it's like yeah, it yeah, ain't bad yeah. bro it's good if you look at it this mm-hmm. way well before it was like I don't care to where it's like yeah I really don't care bro I'm sorry yeah. uh, suck yeah. to you bro I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> don't care <laughs> so it, it's like a, it's a level of freedom for me mm, okay a level of freedom and that's yeah I'll, yeah. speaking of freedom in a way but I also want to touch on for me this, so your self-awareness is a lot more in depth I think for me, how I see self-awareness too, it just like um, how coming more comfortable with who I am as an individual and having that type of self-awareness of who mm-hmm. I am. So I think that's how for me, cause I think growing up, like I always been a very certain type of person. Like everybody always said, I'm, I'm an old soul and I'm pretty much, I mean, I agree. I am an old soul because I'm like half the stuff that people Man, like to yes, do. Yes, I don't really care to oh, do. Yes, it's yes. just, I don't know what's in me. I don't know if I was reincarnated from an old man. I don't know. Were, but that, that's, that has always been me. And I think for me, that was challenging growing up because I'm like, you know, everybody's young. They want to do this. They want to do that. And for me, it was challenging because I'm like, maybe I should be more of the goofy person or like how like you are, you're the goofy one and stuff like that. Or like there's people that said are just a lot more outgoing and friendly and all that type of stuff. And, and I'm like growing up, I don't care attitude as well. (laughs) Just want to throw that in there. I didn't want to cut you off, but I was like, yeah, it comes from my, I don't careness. (laughs) Go ahead. But, but, (laughs) But that too, but like, yeah, I think growing up for me, I, I think I try to push myself to get outside my box, which is good to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm glad I did do that in certain situations. But I think at the same time, too, I didn't appreciate who I was as an individual. I kept trying to push myself out of the element, try to do this, try to do that. And then I didn't start realizing into like more so in college, I felt like, you know what? It's okay that I don't like to do this type of stuff. And I don't care right. to put myself around it. This is just who I am. You can either accept it or you don't. I'm the type of person I am friendly to a sense like, you know, I can talk and conversate and be around any type of people. Yes. Um, but yeah, I am very definitely. selective at the same time too. So I have a very small group of people who oh, I call so like true. my friend friends. <laughs> but I can meet and hang out and be all different types of people. And I said, I, I think I touched on this in the last podcast too, but I respect everyone's individuality and who they are as a person. But at the same time, I don't have to be that person. So I can be around yeah, so many different types of personalities and different types of people. 
and we can all have different interests, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna do the same thing you do. Right. And I just respect that. So it's like, you know, if someone is a little bit more crazy out there or whatever the case may be, I can hang around you about all things. I'm not saying way too. Right, right, so, right. and for me, I had to get that understanding. I think like more so in college, cause there was a certain situation in college where there were just people who I'm like, yeah, I y'all not my people like that. Like, you know, we I, I enjoyed the moments and great times and stuff like that. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not I was like sitting that. here I'm thinking not... that, like, like, wait a minute. Okay, I'm thinking I hear him. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, I'm so, like, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, question. Yeah. With, with that, you, you mentioned um, you was forcing yourself to be out there and whatnot. And when mm. you said that, all the moments that I can think of that I think you're referring to were like yeah. you uh, playing football, going to go play soccer, like mm. little things that we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, that's well, true. Not, yeah. not we, you. <laughs> <laughs> that you did. And it was like it was like a different level of engagement for yeah. you, period. Whether it came from dad or whatnot. And I'm like just thinking of different little moments it's like you know what are those the moments you're speaking of similar yeah. to mm-hmm. yeah basically moments like that like I said for me i'm not a sports person i mean i'm sorry i'm not like i appreciate you know watching um right, sports right, and stuff right, like right, that right. and I, I feel like I, I am a competitive type of person but sports themselves is not my thing like legit i think if you even got to play if you ask people that yeah i went to high school with during gym I would probably just be sitting on the side, just watching people. Unless it was like some type of fun activity, like dodgeball or kickball, oh, I may bro, participate we with that. Bring them sports back. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I may participate with those, but other they, than do that, do they use that in school now? Are kids yeah. playing dodgeball and kickball in school? Do they? No. I I think so. I think they do. I think they just changed the ball. So like now they like, oh, they're very soft. Uh, they don't want to hurt anybody. So oh, I think oh, they may have changed that type of stuff. I'm not sure. I gotta but... go back to rocks, bro. <laughs> rocks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. About... No rocks. I don't know what type of dodgeball that is. That dodge rock bad, or not? Maybe maybe that wasn't school. Maybe that was in the streets. Right, right. Bad, bad. <laughs> but no, no. But no. Elements like that. Yeah, like moments like that. Growing up, like. In a way, I, I do appreciate myself for pushing myself out of the box. Cause that's what helps to find that self-awareness. If you are pushing yourself in different situations, realizing how you respond to it. So right. I feel like if I didn't do certain stuff like that, I wouldn't have that self-awareness as I do now. Um, because I'm like, oh, okay, did I like doing this when I was doing this a situation that I enjoy it? So like, it, it, it helped in a lot of ways to push myself outside of that box. But Yo. now... As I'm getting older, I guess it's like okay. Now that I know certain things that I don't like, I don't have to participate or be around it if I don't want to because yeah. I'm very concrete of who I am now. If that makes any sense, so it's like I don't feel the yeah. need to as much as I used to. I still like I'm still growing. I'm still learning about yeah, myself, definitely. and I'm still going to, in some ways, create new experiences. Mm-hmm. But I know my foundation of who I am, so I don't okay, have yeah. to. That's a good way to say that. Yeah. Even when I'm pushing myself outside of the box, there's certain boxes I'm not willing or looking to push if that makes sense so yeah you're okay i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to just keep one specific question in my head but still elaborate on what you just said like you're you're pushing yourself out you know outside of your your box your square Mm -hmm. and you're making sure though all if any other engagements or quote unquote other boxes squares yeah are things that you wouldn't mind you know standing in or being a part of but you're also mm-hmm. aware of those squares 
where it's like, no, I I want nothing to do with that square at all. Yeah. Yep. Question with mm-hmm. saying that of pushing yourself out, you know, outside the box and doing things, did that create your outgoing like vibe or whatnot? Like you're My more outgoing. outgoing because of the fact that you was always forcing yourself to engage with other things outside mm. of the square. I'll say this though. I'm not the most outgoing person. Right, right. But right, right, I, I'll right. say I'm okay with being around a lot of different people's situations. So I think yeah. in a way, yes. Because it like I said, it made me get a better understanding of how people work. I don't know if that's the right way to mm. say it, but it got me a better okay. understanding of there's a lot of different people or situations that are completely different from you and that's okay. True. So I try to find value sometimes in those situations. So that's why in terms of that, yes. I was even situations here with me in Seattle, meeting different type of people. There's a lot of people different from me, mm-hmm. but when I do interact with them sometimes, it's like, oh, okay, I do enjoy that. I see, like, I don't know. I just really respect individuality. I just really have a, a fond respect for that. And it's like, if you stand true to you and this is who you as an individual right, right. and you're not trying to be somebody else, I can respect that, even though it may not be somebody I like, but I can respect that you are that person. And that's fine. We don't have to have the same type of mindset or way of beliefs or anything like that. But the fact that this is who you are, right. um, that's fine with me. And that I said sometimes so I just find value. It is. It is. Because people feel like you need to be like the same type of person. I'm like, no. Like, I'll say this. My core friends, we do have a very similar way of how we operate and navigate life and how we do stuff or mm-hmm. what we like to do. Right. There is some type of commonality between all of that. But we're Ooh, all very different commonality? people. Commonality? Okay, I see you all here. <laughs> I want to Google it, but I think I know what it means. I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a core. There we have core values the way we operate, but like we're all very different. Like yeah, we don't have yeah. to have the same um, beliefs or the same type of stance on the situation. But I respect nah, your point of view right, or right. your perspective on the situation. So, and I that is the, how I, see I that. think the main main part of that from what you said is you being comfortable within self first that helps because with you doing all of that engaging with other people and engaging with other atmospheres that are not you know of your own yeah Yeah. that that's where distractions and whatnot Mm -hmm. come into play because then it becomes all right well i've been in this atmosphere for so long like you're not aware of it but you know yeah yeah it's like that, that that thing where it's like time has to prove it to you or time mm-hmm. shows to change or whatnot. Like you've been in that atmosphere so long and you're like, oh, you know what? I picked up this habit right, right. as well. I'm with this person. Oh, well, I was not doing this three years ago. How did I get mm-hmm. here? So yeah, yep. you know people... you, you won't yep. allow that. That, that. that makes it better for you. So when you engage with other people like that, you already have your foundation strong in regards to engaging with other people. So exactly and that's what i said that's why i can be around so many different type of people and like i'm not you know i don't lose myself like some people like said they get around different environments they change who they are you can pick me any type of environment shaquan's gonna be shaquan no matter what i may pick up certain stuff like and that's me learning like i'm gonna continue to learn and evolve as a person so i may pick up certain stuff here and there that i feel like are still a part of me Mm -hmm. but you ain't about to see me be a whole different person i got my I'm I'm, like, I'm bleaching my skin. I'm just thinking of a crazy situation. Yes, bleaching no. my skin. You will get or... disowned by me. <laughs> period. I'm sorry. My whole personality changed. Now I'm out here. I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm a stripper now. I don't know. There's something crazy hey, situation. Yo. I'm not. Well, I'm not. Well, <laughs> I don't do thinking of outside of the box crazy scenarios. Very extreme. Excuse but like, me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but Lord yeah. Jesus, <laughs> you get you get my point. Oh you get no, my point. <laughs> I, I get the point. Oh, I get it. Yes, I do. These phone calls are turning into oh man, yeah, you you, you doing all right? All right, now I'll talk Wait. to you later. <laughs> Three minutes. Like, and I also, your brother. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I also, I just want to put it out there. I'm not in no way shaming anybody with anybody's situation. I'm just saying for me, that is yeah, yeah, it. Is, that would be a change in my personality. That would be a um, completely outside yes. of my realm yes. for me to do that because that is not who I am. But respect Facts. everybody that does does that because you know, yeah. great times and, and stuff like that. In regards to huge changes for him as an individual right. what he yeah. has established for himself mm-hmm. that means also for me being the big brother my initial reactions are going to be <laughs> i talk to him rarely dang it's completely cut me off <laughs> <laughs> so on my end my actions kind of fit still because it falls yeah, into the yeah, i don't yeah. care realm yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's no, it's no shade or disrespect to anybody. Yeah. At all. So everybody got their own life. Everybody got their own journey. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their own hurdles. You get across them hurdles, however you see fit. Because either way, you are gonna level up. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. And from that point, then having self awareness for me brings out freedom. Dun dun um, so- dun. <laughs> Freedom, and this is one of my values that I am touched on in the last podcast as well, that I value a lot in multiple realms. I don't even know how many different ways I can break it down. Man, bro, right? But- <laughs> That's why I was thinking with my awareness. I was like, right, stay on one road, bro. Stay right, 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 right. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do the same thing, because that is legit. The more I keep thinking about it, it's too broad of a, of a statement to say. Like, we can break down our stuff so many different ways. It'd be on so many different episodes, but... Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. At least say, branch off maybe like two, three. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess the way I'll break it down from is freedom from society and also individual freedom too. So like when I'm speaking about freedom in my sense, one of the main ones for sure is breaking out of societal norms in some ways. I don't know, I feel like it's cult mentality in some aspects. I'm, I'm bad. I'm being petty. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not gonna cut. You, I'm not gonna cut you off a lot. I promise. I'm, I'm, I might. I might. I'm sorry. I lied. Um. <laughs> so I'm used to it right now. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. Um. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. But when you said, uh, you just said something, and all I heard was doo doo. Oh what? Oh okay. <laughs> no. Where did I? I. You know. Um. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. No, I'm no sorry. comment. No, <laughs> no comment. Like, I'm listening to you. Are you heard, I dude. Swear to, I swear I'm listening to you, bro. I swear I'm listening to you. <laughs> I told you, the middle child syndrome. I told you. This, this was guy. Everything I'm saying is, you know, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm used sorry, to. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm used to the TV now. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Did he just say that? Or was there a space in the sentence that I miss a word? Oh Lord all Jesus! Right, right. I'll listen back to it and edit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as I was saying, <laughs> my bad, bro. Go ahead, do you, bro? I'm shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but more so, like societal freedom, and specifically for being black in America. Um, 
because I feel like this is just my point of view. I don't feel the way that life or society is set up here in America was it wasn't built for black people. I mean, if you think about it from the Constitution, how a lot of stuff was established when we were because we were brought here for one. We didn't come here, you know, it wasn't by choice. We were forced to come up here through slavery. And after white people basically already took over the land from Native Americans. So it's like what was established at that point was to only benefit white people. So what those society norms and like as I talked about in a previous episode two certain situation that were kind of presented to us became normalized, I feel like in black America. So those situations, like I said, with the weapons, like, you know, that's some that was a treatment that was given to us through slavery. And right. we kind of normalized that how we treat our kids and things like that going forward. Um, even the quality of our food as slaves, our soul food, basically, mm-hmm. we were given scraps as slaves. So we made them into these delicious foods. However, they may not be the most nutrition. And no. we have a lot of health issues within our community mm-hmm. because of that. Yep. Um, in terms of like financial freedom, a we didn't like, sense. <laughs> Go ahead. like we don't have as much. I'm saying, I think now things are changing for sure. But like growing up, there wasn't too many people of colors that I knew that had established land in different areas or like Black Wall Street and stuff like that. It got tore down. It got burnt down. Anytime there was any type of elevation within the community. Damn, and that's because like growing up, I mean, we were brought here. We didn't have those privileges. We didn't have any rights. So like now that we are able to try to create that now, it's always going to be more difficult because that's what the foundation of this America was or that's what was presented to us since we came here we were brought here basically yeah so it's like now for me how i go about life is i try to break out of those type of situations because i don't want to normalize that like i said for me i'm not going to normalize weapons with my kids because where it stemmed from was somewhere that i feel like was not right and it wasn't for us Uh, honestly even with the constitution how it was brought and they said you know these are the rights of man. At that point in time, man, man was not us. We right. were not even seen as nope. legit like human beings to a lot of degrees. We we're like, you know, we were like almost like tools. So like we was not mm-hmm. seen as man or or however they put it in the constitution. That was not meant for us. We were not so that's what I'm human. saying. Exactly. Exactly. So all those rights that were put in at the beginning stages that are still here today in America was never meant for us. So it's it's always gonna be harder for us to establish or be given those same rights and privileges. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I say freedom, I, I a lot, lot of it is speaking towards that because I don't want to normalize those situations going forward. And I want to break out of that, break, break out of that box because I don't feel like it's mm-hmm. right for one. Mm-hmm. And then also too, if I choose to have a family, I want them to have a different understanding of how to navigate life and be able to prosper and have the different, you know, opportunities given to them and don't have to necessarily not say strive as hard, but not have to deal with certain um, situations or outcomes that right. I may have or my parents have had to deal with, you know, and ancestors just going back to back to back, not have to live that same type of struggle because, you know, life here in America was never built for us. Right, right. Well, uh, well with you saying that um, establishing that, that, that foundation and that box and whatnot, well, what are some things that you have, have done individually for you for yourself in in that direction establishing a certain things in regards to that and gaining your said freedom in that aspect of yeah i'll say like for me there's a lot of stereotypes that are given to black people mm-hmm. or just like how we even grew up too like for me 
even being a male, a black male specifically, we're often told to like, you know, we have to be strong. We can't cry. We can't show our emotions. We can't do that. We can't talk about stuff. Mm. I, that's what I said. For me, that's why I try to communicate as much as possible. How I'm feeling, my, my thought process when I'm having issues with people. I'm okay with having those conversations. Or even to the point now, like, to be comfortable to say I love people. Like, that was not something that was, at least it was normalized. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's not something that's normalized for us, especially, like, say, within the black community, right, to be, right. be vulnerable. That's what it is. To be vulnerable is not something that's seen within... I can only speak to my experience as a black male. Right. It's not something that's always talked about or it's, it's looked at as weak. And for me, I'm like... For me, that's now I'm seeing as something that's strength. Cause even for me growing up, I used to be like, um, if I get in trouble or something like that, I would cry sometimes. And like, you can't be a crybaby. I have to toughen up. And to mm-hmm. certain elements, you can't be over here crying about anything and everything. I agree to that standard. But like, you know, to release emotion... And to like even growing up hearing that type of stuff all the time, it made it difficult for me to show any emotions or I feel like I restricted a lot of my emotions from that. And now even as an adult, I'm trying to like pull back or try to, you know, remove so so much stuff that was kind of taught to us in certain ways because I'm like, it wasn't healthy. I don't think it was healthy in certain aspects. I agree. So it's like, so even now, like I'm in a relationship now too, like certain aspects like, dang, like, you know, I am. I can be a little bit cold sometimes, but I'm like, where did this come from? And it's like, you know, right, right. It's, we're not, we wasn't shown that, or we wasn't taught to show that. It's always like, be tough. You got to be strong. You got to be this. Don't be crying, all that type of stuff. And now, like as an adult, you internalize some of that stuff, and it's like it shows up in different ways. So now yeah, I'm trying to break out of a lot of that, even to this day. I'm like trying to be more vulnerable, trying to show a little bit more emotions because that is okay. Nothing is wrong with that. Right. But right. for some reason, it's taught to us that it is. Now, so. uh, two things. Two things with that. Um, one being, no, okay, three. The the last one it is a mm. more personal statement uh, on to what you're saying. But um, one, yeah, the younger Jaquan and Jaquan now. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely different levels of uh, emotional. I don't want to say em- emotional strength. But emotional display. There we go. Mm, yeah, Completely different. Because yeah. I, I still have memories of you would get whoopings and not cry. Like, it <laughs> it would be just, we all got toe up, and you just come back in there like it was nothing. I'm like, wait, did did they even whoop him? Like, it sounded like they did. Right, and right. And just come back in here like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm like, this yep. dude is uh, different. Something's wrong with too. But that's true. Yeah, yeah. The um, a lot of a lot of the things in the black. I I think about this in regards to just black household. Period. Yeah. A, a lot of the things that you've touched on, in regards to, um, society and living in America and just being a black male or black families or whatnot, black people in America. There is things that are not intentionally yeah, being taught yeah. mm-hmm. but they still happen like like what you said with the male thing to where it's like all right we don't talk about um love or whatnot man I, I'm, I'm pretty sure anybody <laughs> we can find <laughs> that is yeah. black they'll probably say yeah i probably didn't, i didn't say i love you a lot or whatnot to my dad either or whatnot in the mm-hmm. household like it's not yeah. taught but it's just 
it just it was there. It was just yeah, one of yeah. those things that just didn't happen. Probably yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't intentional. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't intentional at all. But mm-hmm. it was a thing. It, it it still became its own pattern of right. not displaying though, because yep. it was not a a, a pattern of showing. Mm-hmm. It's only it can only go one or two ways. Either you yep. you learn it and use it, or you learn it and you don't use it. Mm-hmm. If you learn it and don't use it, those are the things that you've learned through habit or atmosphere, and you ended up using it because you didn't realize that you learned it anyway because that was just your life growing up. Right. And then right. the other things are, you know, of course, you learn it purposely, unaware of the fact that you learned it and use it. So mm-hmm. a lot of the things in black household is, is the other way. We've learned it, but we never really displayed it. And exactly. that goes on to everything that you were saying in that regard. And the third mm-hmm. thing that I said was uh, more so a personal statement. You had me thinking about the the crying thing, and I'm, I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, you know what? That That is true in regards to the black household. But then the second thing for me with my, um, I was thinking how do I display that and me crying and whatnot. I'm like, it got to a point for me with me, with me being sick all the time. It just, yeah. it just got to a point to where I only cried when I was like really in pain. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that be that became mm-hmm. a pattern of I'm not about to cry about nothing else, bro. I I don't mm-hmm. care. See? Yeah, like, yep. Unless it's a crisis and I just got to because I'm really irritated and mad, or I've I mm-hmm. been in the hospital week to week to week, and then I got to yeah. go back and do it again just three days out of the hospital. Like, yeah. th- those are the only things. But then it became a pattern to where it's like, all right, well now. One, I'm black male, and we already got that stereotype of we don't show that emotion. And then yeah. two, on top of the fact that me having sickle cells, like, bro, I'm not really about to cry about anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Like so it's said, like double time. Yeah. It, it comes out. It comes out at some point in life. So now that's crazy. You bring that up because I was gonna text you like two days ago, and I was mm-hmm. I was gonna say, bro, do you just cry about anything now? Because <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Yep. If I see something on TV and uh, or in a video game and a movie, yeah, yeah, yeah it yep. can be the Dang, stupidest right. thing, yeah. bro. Yeah, J- just yeah. a little hint of like, oh, that worked out for him. Yeah, I- I'm messing around and getting teary. I'm like, yeah, what the no, hell, that's bro? that legit. I this is only yeah, a ten second yeah. commercial. What the heck is going? On? <laughs> No, no, legit. That happens to me a lot too. I'm like, it's a, it could be like said the most simplest stuff, but for some reason, it's like, why am I feeling the emotion? Like, why is this like? I get teary. I'm like, why is this affecting me like this? I'm like, right, it is. It's legit. Like, it's so much of that's built up in us. Like, say, I even had to think about it too. I can't remember when I was, when I was thinking about it. I'm like, dang, I haven't cried in so long. Right. But like in the last few years, I probably like there was even especially when I was in Michigan. I remember this before I left Seattle. I was like, dang, I haven't cried in years. There'll even be situations like funerals, like stuff would happen. I felt like something was wrong with me. Same, bro. I'm like, I should be emotional right now. I should be showing emotion, but I'm not doing that. No. But now, I'm now that I'm aware of it, I do. So I show my emotions. I'm like, when I get mad, sometimes I I cry. I get frustrated. So I'm like, and I'm like, it's okay to do that. And I'm like, because if it don't, like, say, just get built up, and it'll show up in you in another type of way because you're restricting. That Man, emotion, yes. and it's going to ha- pretty much affect you, and you may restrict other yes. emotions as well. Yes. So I try to be as aware of my emotions as much as I can. I try to be as tapped into myself, and that's what we say, like, self-awareness, too. Like, being aware of that and being aware of my emotions and staying in that emotion sometimes, just to let it, yeah. just to feel it, just to feel that emotion. 
Man. So I won't have to restrict myself. I feel it too much. <laughs> like, I, like I said, I was gonna text you that. I, I was gonna but text that's real. you like a list yeah. of stuff. It was all in one day, and I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. either I'm crazy right now, something no, is wrong, no. or, or th- this is right. Let me just text the quan. But then I realized it was like three, four in the morning. Right, like, right. It is what it is. But yeah, one was like a happy commercial. It was a dog commercial. At that, at that, I don't even own an animal. And it was a dog Lord commercial. Um, um, Dave Chappelle, like I saw something from Dave Chappelle um, stand up, something from Joe Rogan stand up. Yeah. And it, these were all like little short jokes, and I've heard mm. them all before, at least from these two. I like these these two comedians, so I was like I've already yeah. heard it, but just seeing, just because of how I am, you know, I'm I'm thinking about like, all right, what did they feel like? in this moment when they were talking about it because they're talking about it from a humorous aspect but it's still realness to it that's why i like dave yeah. Chappelle and joe rogan for that so mm-hmm. me me thinking about that i'm like dang i can only imagine what he felt like for real for him to display his uh perspective right now and just through the thought alone <laughs> yeah. i was getting yep. out like dang mm-hmm. bro he probably was going through this this and this yeah, yep. like how, bro? He didn't even say this. I I just got the <laughs> thought of, oh, that's probably what he felt like. Mm-hmm. No, I'd be thinking the like, same thing. Like, I'd be like, dang, for someone, like I said, I'd be watching some of the like simplest stuff, but I'd be thinking about it. I'll be, I don't know if I'm overthinking it or not. I'm like, dang, <laughs> right. to get to that point, or I'll relate it to something else that happened in my life for some reason. And like, dang, like it, it'll, it'll, it'll channel some type of emotion. Like I connect with it in this way. Dang, I just shouldn't be feeling type of way out for this commercial or this show. In this moment, but for some reason, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, and I'll say even outside of the emotions too. Another thing that's kind of connected to that as well, just like communication and just talking about stuff. Like that's why I'm like, even glad we have this podcast because oh I'm my like, God, yes, that's another stigma as well. Like I said, to be the strong person, you don't talk about some stuff. You always have to be the strong person. You always have to oh, put on that front, bro. and you shouldn't have any problems, or you have to put that on. Like you don't have any issues. Things are always okay. And so that also comes from like our parents and like I said, generations back to back. We went through a lot of struggles and where you had to put on this tough um, exterior yeah. to be that strong person for the family. So I said, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure even with slavery as well, like we got to endure this. We got to make it through. So you have to right, put on right, this very right. tough exterior. And that's what I'm saying. Like it passes on through generations to generations. And then how it shows up in us, it's like we don't talk about stuff. We can't be. Now, I mean, that's why you see some of these situations, people committing right. suicide, people doing drugs, doing Facts, crazy bro. situations. It's Facts. like, man, mm. I never thought they were going through this stuff. They always, you know, seemed okay. They were so great. Like, you right. know, like they seemed it, happy. They I don't attempted know where... probably once or twice mm-hmm. and just, and it was just a little speck of hope of like, bro, do you get yep. where I'm coming from? Exactly. And they didn't get it. And it's like, you know what? F this. I'm at yeah. level 100 already. I was exactly. at 99 right there. Yep. Or say even going to therapy, just talking through stuff. But, like, it's not as normalized as it should be. And I say even, like, it's still, even within the stigma from the black community now, yeah. too. You know, of course, we all love God, of course. But God also put therapists there for a reason. Like, that didn't just happen out of nowhere. But for some reason, and it's not just the black community. I don't want to just say the black community over and over again. But it's, like, it's within a lot of different communities. I mean, you ain't lying, though. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, true. I'm not, I'm not lying. But lying. also, too... <laughs> It's period as human race, but hey, yeah. it's very heavy and very uh I'll say especially in minority relevant. communities for Black sure. Community. Yeah. I like guess it's not seen as a thing and it's like, oh well, 
you just have to work through it. It'll come out eventually. Or like I said, just pray to God. You'll be Man, fine. Bro. Situations. I'm like, no, like that's not, Man, that's not good. Bro, or it's like, so true. Okay, okay. See, can, can we speak on that just, just a little bit? Because yeah, yeah. With, with that, like I, I, I'm hearing everything and I, I am agreeing. And like in my head, I'm like, thank, thank God for sickle cell. Thank God for sickle cell. Because Mm-mm. those, like I said, those are all the moments where it's like, I'm getting those level ups or understandings. I'm forced to get them, period. Yeah. Because I will not choose, you know, to be sad and mad and hold myself up against the the edge of the world. Like, I can't do it no more. Right. I F it. I, I choose the other side. And I'm forced to engage in, in that realm on the more positive, optimistic, or at least a better understanding for self instead yeah. of. So you know everyone outside of me, but that communication thing as well. Like a lot of this, like I said, I can't help but say thank, thank God for sickle cell because just mm-hmm. how it plays out, it's like I have no choice but to on certain things. Yeah, and yeah. If, if your family, if you're with me, if I'm dating, whatever it may be, I'm gonna be in the hospital at some point. I can't do nothing. Right, you know that. Right. It, it, mm-hmm. it may be so bad to where I can't even wash up. Yeah. What do y'all gotta wash oh. me up, bro? <laughs> 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 now, okay, all right, all right, all right. Hold on. <laughs> Let me speak on that a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Though it is 100% true. Right. That, that was a lot for sure when I was younger. Because when I was younger, I was getting like those really bad ones, crisis wise, mm. like full body, head, toes, all of that. And I really couldn't do anything, and I didn't yeah. really. You have to ask for help. Yeah, care for the nurses or the doctors. I was probably already pissed at them or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, Mama gonna be there no matter what. So oh yeah, yeah. Situations like that is like I'm. I was forced to engage on certain levels with certain things, and it always heightened. Or I'm gonna keep saying level up. It always forced me to level up in some aspect, whether it was yeah. mentally, physically, or spiritually. But then, even though that atmosphere that I'm I'm forced to engage with and be in, no matter what, every single time I have a crisis, there's mm. a completely different atmosphere when I'm doing good and I'm coming mm. home. Now I'm back in, you know, society. I'm I'm still a black male. I'm still out here trying to live life and whatnot, hoping I don't get sick. So yeah. it's like I'm forced to engage with two different it, it kind of sounds like two different worlds, but it's, mm. it's not. But it's like, yeah, those are still things that I'm thankful for. And still the awareness also makes it to where it's like, all right, I'm thankful for at least the awareness of it as well on both sides. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that, especially that communication part, for sure. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more than now. I am like more than comfortable to speak my mind on certain things while before I probably mentioned before, it was like, you know what? Nobody's going to listen. I don't care. I don't right. care. I'll yep. just keep yep. it to myself. But then at mm-hmm. some point, it got to the point where it was like, are you really going to keep it to yourself? Because exactly. that, that, that's going to suck if you die yep. one day and uh, <laughs> you kept Answer. it all to yourself. Right. Buddy. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. What that's going to look like? I'm going to get up there and God's going to be like, uh, you ain't do your job, bro. You only had one job. Can't check you off. Like, what was that? You were supposed to tell people what you was thinking, but yeah, you didn't. Yeah, but you didn't. Like, right. yeah. 
And that's something I had to learn as well. Because growing up, for me, like, I am not the most talkative person, for one. And also, I do have a personality. Like, I'm just go with the flow. I don't really, sometimes I really don't care. And people, like, when I, people ask me, like, yeah, I really don't care. It's not to offend them. But, like, I legit sometimes don't care where, whichever option, whatever choice, I I really don't care. You legit do not have uh, a care (laughs) of which way it goes. Because, you know, for you yourself, whichever way it goes, you're going to make sure you're comfortable with Whatever exactly. decision you make for yourself, yeah. Mm-hmm. It can come to... across like an asshole. Yeah, it can come across as an asshole sometimes. But, you know, but that's why I had to learn with communication, too, to kind of speak out a bit more. Because even though I'm okay with certain situations, it became how people started to interpret. Like, one could be the asshole, but also, too, it's like, well, we can do whatever you want. He just, Shaquan doesn't care. He's always going to be okay with the situation. Mm-hmm. I think I touched on this, but too, like, in one of the episodes, like, early on. Shaquan's always going to be okay with whatever. So whatever situation, it doesn't matter. We need to ask him, like, growing up. When we had, like, the hole-in-the-wall situation where the ceiling and my oh, bedroom oh, came you down. You got me thinking. I'm like, wait a minute. There was a hole-in-the-wall? Who punched the yeah. wall, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so it was basically, like, it was a situation. Like, our, our house was a little bit old and stuff like that. And then, like, for some reason, that, I don't know, that month, it was just pouring down rain and back bro. to back to back. Lord and Jesus. then <laughs> my ceiling in my room came down first. And then from there, I think it hit Sharita room. And yeah. then from there, it hit the living room. But yeah. I was the first one that it came down in. Yeah. However, I was the last one to get put up. And I said, I understand. Like, I'm just going for that type of person. Like, you know, they want to make sure she does the girl, get her together. Yeah, the living room. Of course, everybody was in the living room. So we got to make sure of that. But hmm. shoot, mine was the first one done. And it never... <laughs> No one like you know Shaquan. He'll be good. It's fine. You hear this, Dad? Shaquan said you stuck. <laughs> you didn't do a good job. I didn't say it. No, Shaquan said it. I'm, I'm just telling you what he See, said. This is the, the dynamic we have. <laughs> so no, just... hit Shaquan up. Did not me, Dad. Shaquan, don't do it. Don't talk about Daddy. All right, I told him that he didn't, didn't want to listen. Mm-mm. <laughs> But no, it would be the even just, like, that's one situation, but just other right, ones right, too, right. just like no, interacting with people. And then even though there would be sometimes I may feel something about something, but I wouldn't get asked. But I'm like, at that point, mm-hmm. I did want to make a decision, but it got so used to people like, oh, right, Jaquan's okay right, with whatever. Right. They didn't think to ask me. And that's when I got to the point like, well, Dang. I think maybe I should start speaking out a little bit more that about is, how yeah. I feel about stuff. Because if I don't, I said people are going to decide for me. And it got to a point where I didn't, I stopped liking that. So even though I am a kind of go with the flow type of person, I I realize I do if I do feel snap away about something, I need to say it to people because if not, I don't want them to start thinking like, oh, I'm just cool with whatever, or like they can that's disregard true. how I'm feeling about the situation, and that's not okay, or they can just disrespect me, and then when we get to that Man, point, then we won't have a problem. So what? <laughs> what when you get to disrespect? So. At least within us, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just say siblings. <laughs> Me, you, Sharita? Oh, some some's coming to the end. Yep. Period. I, I, I don't do care that. if it's a whole relationship. I don't <laughs> care. Something's getting ended real quick. Right. Mm-mm. So that's why now I do try to be more vocal about what I want, what I don't want. Like I said, there's still stuff like I don't really care. I just go with the flow. But I do try to be more vocal about how I'm feeling about stuff. We're just communicating with people a bit yeah. more. Like if something's bothering me. I want to say something. I had to learn that basically if you don't start speaking out or standing out for stuff that you want or, you know, if something's bothering you saying something, basically people going to determine what that is for you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of in a way touching on self-value as well. So, yeah, yeah. that's what I'll say about that. that. That becomes a pattern as well. I mean, you not uh, communicating and though you were fine with it, it's like you, whatever, which way it goes, you're going to be comfortable with it because you know what you're going to deal with for yourself. 
Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that, that becomes a pattern. So that means other people will still be making decisions for you despite whatever decision you make for yourself individually to be comfortable in whatever said atmosphere. Right, right. Um, on my end, my freedom, yes, it still feeds off of my my awareness. So, like, with me breaking down that awareness being, all right, I know what, what I'm going to do. I know how I'm going to maneuver within s- certain situations. And I'm also aware of what I can and cannot control. And I won't allow mm-hmm. myself to become, you know, like, all right, too stressed out or depressed about whatever it is that's going on because of all of those painful hard moments that I'm forced to engage with dealing with sickle cells. Like, all right, though this this is, you know, a bad situation. I'm I'm down and out. Like over time it become numb to it and it just be like, all right, cool. So what lesson am I learning today, God? Yeah. So like yeah. it on that aspect, like I said, that being my entire life like it just it just comes down to a point to where it's like all right well if i'm understanding the greatest hurdles in my own life and then of course the good things are easy to understand it's like all right well in 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 on that on that level i feel free i feel yeah. freedom on the levels of how to engage and just maneuver within my own self mm-hmm. it's like it can't get no worse than this and plus I'm not looking at it as a bad thing anymore. It's more so like, all right, I'm still gaining a blessing or something from it. So it's like, all right, well, I feel free. So whatever, any other bad moment that may come my way, whether it's family related or a friend related or somebody else that has nothing to do with me. And it's like, all right, well, internally, I still feel free in that regards. And that part as long as I can continue to uh, feed my own personal bubble or atmosphere, like, let me see, how can I break this down? I, I've, I've said this probably in my head the last month or so to where there's a difference between you being comfortable within a said atmosphere mm. and living life and you building your atmosphere to live life. Mm. And I for, I forgot I don't know how that started I I really don't because I be thinking all the time but I was yeah. thinking about that and it was like you know what that makes a lot of sense for myself it's like all right yeah I, I can just continue to feed on that energy that level that level of awareness and continue to build on my atmosphere individually that I can always feed off of and I can right. still take that atmosphere. Well, it's automatically a part of society because I'm I'm still alive. But that mm-hmm. personal atmosphere, knowing how I'm moving, thinking in that regard, it's like you know what, that makes a lot of sense. Why why did I not focus on building my own atmosphere in that regard? So that way, no matter what is going on, I'm still in that same mindset, that that same right. space. I still hold on to that same energy level. Mm-hmm. It's like that makes a lot of sense. And I was like, "Yeah, you're right. It does make a lot of sense, buddy." <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. that that's my level of freedom in that regard because that can't nobody take that away from me. Exactly. In, in yep. any level, and I'll never lose it. And plus, even even if you can find something to be like, "Yeah, you will actually lose it," 
No, I won't. Because once again, thank God for sickle cell. Mm. Hey, a lot of my that's stuff come from that. So it's like, hey, right. I'm not going to lose it. Exactly. Because that's always going to. And in some ways, it's a reminder. Right. Oh. Right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that that's pretty much it with that. Like, I, it wasn't too deep, but that is that is my level of freedom right there. Right. As long as I can feed okay. off of what I've built for my own atmosphere and knowing yeah. that nobody else can change it, nobody else can touch it but me, and mm-hmm. it's all internal anyways, whatever steps that I make or if I take steps backward or I fall flat on a hurdle, in my head, no, that's not the case. So it's not, it doesn't feel as detrimental as it may look on the outside. Mm, okay. And you probably get that because you've seen me right. in pain multiple times. So it's like, <laughs> yep. how in the world is he still making jokes? He was just crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three minutes ago. Right. Yeah. This nigga just had a whole blood transfusion <laughs> and just, like, joking about it. Like, this nigga almost died a few minutes ago. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> Family members can definitely... <laughs> <laughs> agree to that and you know what I just, I just want to touch on that as well there's going to be moments in this in this podcast to the public that I might make a joke about something and you be like bro you going too far with that joke <laughs> but that is a perfect example of, yeah that's true that that's is so just true. me I'm sorry like it, mm-hmm. it just comes across that way and I'm the same way in person or something like that so yeah, that that was a perfect example to understand like how and why I'm always making a joke about something to where it's like, bro, you shouldn't do that, but you yet laughed at the same time. Exactly. So it's like, I didn't do it on purpose. That's just natural of me. So I did, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I guess to summarize, for the most part, like disconnecting into like. You, it's good to have self awareness in order to build your own freedom. Cause like if you, they Ooh, feel like they're kind of connected. You. Man, so you a scholar, okay? I see you. <laughs> <laughs> He's an educated black man. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just leave it at that. So in order to have your freedom, whatever that may be, whether it's financial freedom, individual freedom. You have to be aware of who you are as a person, as an individual, and how you navigate life, because they're so connected to each other that one is needed in order to have the other. So, yeah, listen to yourself for sure. And if if you don't understand that over a period of time, by the time I share that story in September, y'all get (laughs) everything I've been talking about. (laughs) I I can tell you that much. Yep. Yeah. Build your own freedom, because it all starts with self first. Mm. So I'll say, with that, we can move into our final segment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that segment. (laughs) (laughs) Which is provoking thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So again, for those that are aware, and why I'm going to set up. (laughs) Um, Basically, provoking thoughts is our question segment. Where we have our own, like, it's a random topic, random question segment that gives us the opportunity to give our immediate thoughts to certain topics, no matter the depth. Um, on my hand, I have my own deck of cards here. Mines are kind of categorized by symbols, while rimming mm-hmm. cards are based off of colors. Mm-hmm. So you may hear him ask me which color to choose from. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what he said. I agree. Nope. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. So do you want me to go first or? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you go. All right, yeah, you go first. <laughs> yeah, you go first. I don't so got mine... nothing. <clears throat> go ahead, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So actually on mine, both my left and right hand deck are diamonds. Ooh, meant to um, be. Okay, okay. So yeah, which would you want to go the left diamond or the right diamond? Hey man, I'm right handed man. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Oh, actually, actually, you know what? I'm just gonna switch that out. We asked that question before, so I'm gonna go with the left diamond, which is <gasps> <laughs> what? I realize this is a question um, we asked before, and I think in our last podcast, I mixed up the mix up the cards there. Remember what he just said, guys? He said, "If you don't talk, somebody gonna make the decision for." I talked, <laughs> and he still made the decision for me. <laughs> I mean, but you know, I moved the left diamond to the right hand deck, so technically I put it back to where it should be. <laughs> Black society. <what> <laughs> Alright, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So the question is, what do you think you are born to do, but aren't? Oh, dang. Okay. Mm, that's a good <laughs> that. question. Let me think about that again. What do you think you were born to do, but aren't? How am I trying to... See, I had to answer until you said, but aren't. I'm like... Right. I don't even like how that ending sound. Right. But aren't. But aren't. But are not. Like, what? Why are not? Yeah, I'm going to just let you answer. Hey, you, for your own interpretation, however you answer, because okay. I'm trying to still think about you, that question. What do you... Say one more time. What do you think you were born, born to, do, to do that I but am not? aren't. Yes, the, but you are not. That, that got to be from the UK or something. Um, Okay, I'm... Boy, thinking on that. Your, and your car's got one question, right? Yeah, I just one question. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I had an answer. Then it said that you're not. I'm like, oh, dang. Okay. All right. All right. Well, just give us a little moment to think about that. I'm going to play that Jeopardy. What's right. I mean, I think I have an answer for myself, possibly. Okay. I think I may interpret this question a little bit differently. Of, like, something that I thought I was born to do, but I, I realize I'm not. That's how I'm going to interpret this. Cause it's, oh. Okay. I, Wait a minute. So... So you're changing the question. I, that's how I'm going to interpret it because, I, to be honest, I'm kind of confused by the question. <laughs> that you were just born a little bit. To, okay, see, what I got from it was, what are you born to do? And I had an mm-hmm. answer for that part because I, I was like, all right, well, what we're doing now, me speaking out and because I didn't want to at yeah. first because I'm like, people ain't going to listen. But then you said, but I'm not. And I'm like, dang, well, I am. Oh. Or maybe it could be like what you think you were born to do but are not doing right now. Or maybe right I feel like it, I feel like how it's read or how it's presented is something I was born to do and I'm and I'm not doing it. Basically, oh, you know I have a purpose, but I'm not feeling my purpose. So I'm not. So I'm like, yeah. I, you know what? I do have an answer for that. I do have an answer. Okay. Right now now I'm, you said some things that that okay. I could still okay. Yeah, I got an answer for that. So something that I feel I'm born to do, but I am not. Is the fact of though I am aware of all right, I should share my perspective and thoughts in regards to just how I think. Period, because it's just different, and you probably wouldn't get these said understandings or um, thoughts the way that I think about them anywhere else. And it's, it's of course it's enhanced because mm. you have the same similar factor our conversations bring that out. It brings out the value within our own thoughts. But long term, if I can do that visually also, that would be great. 
because mm-hmm. right now I feel I am doing that just with talking to people yeah. and letting other people hear, you know, what I'm saying, how I'm saying it. Yeah. But there's still those other thoughts to where, all right, I'm breaking down what I'm thinking, but I, it may be drawn out. So a visual aspect can bring something to it as well. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same thing. I know I, in my heart, feel that 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 is for me, period. Just life. To bring a different perspective and understanding of how I see life on all levels. And it doesn't matter from how rich or how poor you are and what level you are in life of like whether it's a baby or the oldest person or whatnot. Yeah. I can still bring or point out value in whatever situation it may be mm. in many different ways. And that I can do that. That that's my I feel that that's my purpose. But also I feel that it, it would be enhanced if I can provide a visual aspect to that as well. So I'm not doing that right now, but I right. I will. I think I will at some point. Okay, oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good response. Uh, yeah. Shoot, I'm low okay, I'm still trying to think for myself. I think for me, something I am born to do. Yeah. Like I know I'm born to like lead. I think for me, but I'm trying to figure out in what ways am I supposed Ooh. to do that? Like I'm here on Earth to help guide people or like help to bring a new understanding of something. Mm-hmm. Exactly what that something is is what I'm trying to figure out. Because um, I said, for me, I'm always, in some ways, the work I do or the certain situation that happened to me, I'm always either helping out somebody or I'm giving advice on certain situations. Right. So I'm just trying to figure out in what ways am I supposed to, I don't know, I guess, educate the world on my through my experience and what specific experiences am I supposed to bring that out to the world in mm. some ways. So, like, for me, I guess I'm still trying to figure out, like, whether it's around, like, the whole veganism, environmental realm, is it around social justice, and that's what I'm saying, even like right now with my work, like I said, it's getting a lot, it's, it's gotten a lot more political. So I'm like, is it even within that realm? Even that's the realm I don't want to go through. But I'm like, Boy. I'm trying to figure out what exactly that is. But I know I'm supposed to be some type of way of like leading or like guiding or educating people on a certain type of experience. But what that is at the moment, I'm not fully sure. That's That's technically... In my head, that's technically an answer still because you're aware yeah. of what it is that you feel mm-hmm. you're born to do. It's just that you're also aware of the fact that you're on the discovery path yeah. of how yeah. to deliver it specifically. Mm-hmm. So technically, you're aware of it and you started the started the race, but you don't yeah. know how exactly you're supposed to finish the race. So. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Or it could be all of the above. It could be yeah, all true. those stuff. I don't know. But You know, even with you saying that, I'm not going to drag this out either, but even with you saying that, you know, it, in the beginning, I was like, all right, I, wa- I want to just help everybody else who got sickle cell, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But then through my sickle cell engagements, I ended up, a lot of the time, I ended up speaking on self. It's mm. like, all right, well, you got to make sure your mind, body, and soul is right. Right, right. A lot of people didn't have family with them or friends. Mm-hmm. No visitation in the hospital, nobody to speak to. So you can imagine a different type of games they would play on an individual where they feel like they're on their deathbed, but they can't right. do anything. Yep. So it's like, yeah, all of my discussions led down that. And mm-hmm. life has continued to lead me down that. And that, that's how I ended up discovering that. And I'm like, you know what? 
that's it right there. I've been doing it my whole life, but it all yeah. started with self. So, right yeah. there we go. Yeah, yeah. Like you have like so where it started from, but it can expand and branch out to right. something else much larger. Yeah, and I think that's what I'm realizing as well. Is like yeah, how connected a lot of this stuff is, and it's yeah, how it can branch out to something a lot more larger than what you thought mm-hmm. it could be. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I got red, green, and blue. Oh lord, that's three. Uh, it red, is three. green. Well, it is three that I mentioned. Yes, but depending on what color you choose. All right, I'm gonna do green. All right, great, great. I was hoping you didn't say blue because I split it up into three more, and all of those yep, are blues. Yep. And I was like, all please right. don't say blue, bro. <laughs> Two questions, one card. Okay. Do you remember lying to your parents? If so, how? That's one question. <laughs> okay. Two, have you ever lived alone? Did you enjoy it? Oh, well, yeah. I'll answer that question. That's a lot easier. Um, so in terms of living alone, yeah. Since I left home, I feel like I've been in some ways living alone. Like, even in college, it got to the point where I, I to be honest, I didn't like having roommates. I, I, so I'll say this. I like living alone um, because it's easier for me to navigate, have my own space to just go back to and just not have to deal with people. Because um, I could be very friendly and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm kind of an introvert. So I just need to regain my energy and just have my own sense of being to myself. So, yeah, I've been living alone for quite some time, um, and I'm fine with it. I mean, I I do appreciate sometimes do being around other people or living with other people. However, that other person need to be very similar to the way I like to live in my home. <laughs> right. Because if not, that it, it, it would not work. I'm sorry. Man. So I, I do enjoy that aspect of having another person there, but that person will have the – it will be a very specific type of person because – I just can't live with a lot of people. I, I realize that. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yep. I mean, I had a, yeah. My roommates in college did not go well. I did not have too many good experiences. I even had to see one of my roommates. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That is just a situation that I had to learn. Okay. Well, um, so, would you answer in both or just that one? Did you also I'm going to do that one. I'm a, no? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, they know. I don't think that. For me, there's not a specific moment that I know that I lied about. They know? So I, nah, the public don't know. <laughs> no, it's like for myself. I'm trying to think. Cause I've always been a pretty honest child. You know, at least I think I have. I, I wouldn't know. I don't know. If so you were lying about something, I, I probably didn't even care to remember it. So I don't know. Yeah, but with you, I'm like, this is on a regular basis. So I'm like, this question, like, oh, you probably lied like two minutes ago. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wait, did I? Went on to your parents, to your parents. Oh, dang. Yeah, you're right. All right. We'll get to. Okay. Um, Have you ever lived alone and did you enjoy it? Yes, I live alone. Yes, I enjoy it. <laughs> Nobody, no more, ever. No, the only only guest that I feel I've had and like had zero concern with was my brother. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> he when he's here, oh, it's all good. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. We don't have to sit there and have a complete discussion. If we have a do, if we have a, a discussion. It's going to be very similar to how we're talking on here, mm-hmm. and it just happens in the moment. If one of us is hungry, all right, well, you hungry, whatever. Yep. He can be in one room, I'll be in the other room. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah, I already said that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hopefully I can stay living by myself for the rest of my life. 
Um, sorry, ladies. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> do you remember lying to your parents? If so, how? All right, which lie? Let me think. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's a regular basis. So I don't. Oh. oh yeah, I did. I got one. It happened this month. Wait, was it this month? Was that last month? When you when you got down? That was legit last week. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> was yeah. that last week? I think it was. Yeah. Last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see that. This is acceptable. Okay. I don't really got a snitch. It's not a, a, a real snitch situation. Um, so, Shaquan um, wanted to surprise our mother when he came down or came up to Michigan and wanted to do it to where she has zero clue, not even expecting at all. So, he asked for my assistance in regards to, you know, getting this surprise done. And I say, yeah, man, no problem, bro. I got you. So that same day, once we got off the phone or a text message or whatever it was, yeah, I thought of so many different lies. And I was like, all right, there's a risk factor between one to five. I had one that was like a level five, but I was like, that's going to be really risky and probably hurt me in the end. But yeah. the other one that I thought of, I was like, all right, well, if I tell... Hold on, I forgot about <laughs> I forgot about parts of this story. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I I was like, all right, if I tell her that she's gonna meet a a female that she has never met but is aware of, oh yeah, you know, she'll she'll love that. Mm-hmm. And if I told her that um that day specifically I was also going to reveal a new project as well. Oh, yeah, she would love that, too. She'll eat that one up. And then just to throw, you know, some a little sugar on top, it wasn't a lie because I did, I did do this one. I asked her, you know, what food did she want? I got her her food and whatnot. And the other piece was, all right, so with this, at what point does Shaquan come into play? And I was like, yo, it'd be dope if, maybe you said this, if he was already in in the house waiting on her when she yeah. get off work or something. And I was like, all right, cool. So I made a, another one, another lie to get <laughs> <laughs> copies of all her the lies made to get into the house. And yeah. So yeah, yeah, she got off work. Man, man, yeah. Did you see what mom had on? That black dress, you know, she had her little nice right, necklace. Yeah, yeah. Like, she looked nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, was, she thought she was about to meet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think about that. I didn't even think about she that. She said she was thinking about that. <laughs> Where she was wow. like, oh, I'm probably about to meet her. <laughs> so she got all dressed up and nice and stuff like that. Then, yeah. I mean, it still was a good situation. Yeah, no, it, it was a good it was a good situation. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 yeah. She been all she that came in, She came and knocked at the door. And I told Jaquan, I was like, man, open the door for her when she's trying to, you know, get the key in the door and open it. Oh, yeah, it, it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, she was yeah. crying. She freaked out. She almost left, but then she realized she wasn't even in her house. She can't run nowhere. Right. I might, I might have to post the video. I'm like, she legit. She did. As soon as I opened up the door, she like ran out. I'm like, how you gonna run from your own house? Like, what was right. your old? Like, you still gotta come in. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I made, yeah, about three or four lives on that one. But, hey, the job was done, all right? It was. That was a good, that was a good job there. That was Completed like, you picked your... You put your skill set of lying to magnificent, magnificent yeah, work. That. that was that was that was beautiful. That, that was beautiful. Appreciate that. And I think a lot of that as well 
um, small tip with liars out there. You got to make sure you don't have, like, any care moments. If you have more I don't yeah, care yeah, moments, yeah, yeah, yeah. then your lies would be a lot better. You don't have to memorize them. Just just keep lying. Just keep lying. All right. That's to all my liars out there. One love, <laughs> y'all. One love. Kind of mess. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Um, you have any more comments or quote statements, whatnot? Sir? Nope. That that is it for me. All right, cool. Um, thank you everybody for listening. This is Provoking Dialogue, and I am your host, Remy, here with my co-host, Shaquan, aka Naturally Shaq. And hopefully, you guys have left here with a refreshingly new point of view. Have a good night. And I'll uh, make sure to follow us on social media platforms at Provoking <laughs> Dialogue. Um, that's Provoking, so P R O. B-O-K-I-N Dialogue And you can find our personal um, uh, Social media profiles Me at Naturally Shaq on Instagram And Remy on uh, R-E-M-E underscore Y-F-S On, on Instagram Thank God for uh, Our social media crew I don't know, man. So yes, please stay tuned until next time.